Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, got a super cool guest on tonight, looking forward to talking with him, Bobby the Jet Rodriguez, and he's a PBR bull rider as well as a mixed martial artist, MMA fighter, also has a uh, training facility here in Arizona down in Tucson, so we're going to hear all about that on the show tonight. But right now, I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsor for tonight's show. It's Ely Cattleman Company. Uh, Ely Cattleman Company, they've, you've probably seen them around, they're punchy looking pearl snap shirts have been around since 1878 uh it's kind of the new frontier in uh western wear and western shirts again they're making the show possible tonight so check them out on instagram at ely cattleman that's e-l-y um and they're also on have a website www.elycattleman.com so, hey, um, tonight I've got on the podcast Bobby the Jet Rodriguez, and like I said, he is a PBR bull rider, a mixed martial artist, and uh, uh, also has a fitness facility. So, um, without further ado, uh, Bobby, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Thanks for having me on, Dan. Yeah, so we were talking a little bit right before, and uh, you're actually laid up in bed right now. You just had knee surgery, huh? Yeah, they just repaired my meniscus on Friday night, had a late surgery about 4.30 p.m., so I'm literally laying down in bed right now, <laughs> belly up, uh, having this conversation with you. Well, it was a good time to catch you, I guess, but so was this injury uh, a specific injury from bull riding or mixed martial arts, or was it uh, a combination uh, that's something that was happening? It was, a, it was a combination of a little bit of everything, so... Uh, I would say in the middle of July, we were just at the practice pen riding some practice bulls, and I got stepped on a, on the thigh, uh, on the side of my thigh, and I know it kind of buckled some stuff inside of my knee. And you know, just like anything, you play it out. And as as you mentioned to to the audience that I have a sports facility gym here, and we train a lot of kids. Long story short, I was teaching these kids and a bunch of baseball players a certain shuffle step. And during that shuffle step, I just heard the the snap and felt the pop, and that's all she wrote. <laughs> but uh, it's a funny story because I always tell our kids, um, we always tell the kids in, in the gym to always show good body language no matter what. Mm-hmm. So as that happens, uh, our other coach that, that coaches the kids' class, I said, hey, he's going to take over. But inside of my head, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this thing's burning. I knew something was wrong. So I called my fiance and I told her, hey, something's going on in my knee. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, here I am, rolled up in bed. I've talked about it on the podcast quite a bit. Uh, you know, I'm, the podcast is called Modern Cowboy, you know, and I love rodeo and all the Western sports and everything, but I'm also a huge, huge fan of, of mixed martial arts. Um, so if you, if you would just kind of tell us how you got started in, uh, uh, you know, mixed martial arts and bull riding, uh, you know, your backstory, you know, just give us a history on, on you. So... Um, I have a, I'm not a traditional cowboy. Uh, I love, I've always loved cowboying and rodeo since I was a little, little boy. As far as I can remember, three years old, there's a big rodeo that comes to Tucson every year. It's a PRCA, uh, Fiesta de los Vaqueros. Mm -hmm. 
And it's a big event. It's always been a big event. And I lived right across the street from that arena growing up as a kid. And oh, we lied when I was three years old that I was five. And really, I was three and they me up and then mud busting. And that's kind of when I caught the rodeo bug. Uh, fast forward, you know, I, I did the event maybe three. Yeah, I did three years. And then my final year, I actually won the event. So that's when I found uh, the taste of victory. And I, uh-huh. I was addicted ever since then. Uh, there was a, there was, you know, you know, mom and dad, you know, there was a split there. I went in with my grandma. Mm-hmm. So rodeo kind of just took a backseat for a long time. And I went to a school in, in Tucson, Arizona here um, by high school named Sunnyside High School. And it was really, really big on football and wrestling. And, uh, the, you know, the school were, you know, the survival of the fittest. So you had to, you, you had to know how to how to wrestle and how to play football if you wanted to survive. And that's where uh, the combat sports, you know, came about. That I, I graduated in 2007 from high school, and it was around the same time the UFC started really taking off. So what them guys are doing on TV, we're just mimicking out, you know, in the streets and, mm-hmm. and at, uh, in the backyard. So that's where that came about. And then, uh, you know, fast forward, I played, I played college football, and I graduated from the University of Arizona. And I knew NFL wasn't going to be for me. So uh, martial arts and mixed martial arts is something I was still passionate about. So I said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to get on, I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to move down south to Brazil and, and learn this stuff for real. So spent a year and some change down there, down in Brazil, learning uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and mixed martial arts. And I came back to the United States and uh, continued to compete in 2015. I, I uh, went to the world, uh, the world championships of, of jiu-jitsu. I came home with the bronze medal. And then around that same time, uh, I, I caught the rodeo bug again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that I couldn't go full-time in rodeo because I was still fighting at the mm-hmm. time. But I was still trying to juggle both. So long story short, after the world, world finals in jiu-jitsu, I then said, hey, I want to do bull riding for real this time. So I did some pro-am stuff, had some success there. And then 2017, I you know, got the call up to the PBR. Man. And I've written so far. Uh, you know, I haven't, you know, injury bugs, you know, it's kind of like what I go, got going on right now. It's kind of hindered me a little bit. But, you know, it's been fun so far. I've written, you know, obviously in the United States on the Velocity Tour. And I've written in Mexico, PBR Mexico and PBR Brazil last August. So, so far, it's, it's, been, it's been a fun journey. Yeah. So now, uh, when you went to Brazil, you were you hadn't done any specific mixed martial arts training other than your wrestling at school, or were you were you training over here in mixed martial arts as well? You know, um, I, we had we had trained a little bit of 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 mixed martial arts uh, when you know when I was in college, but nothing serious like they did in in Brazil. Right. Um, you know, as you guys know, in in, in rodeo and bull riding they're very uh, strategic with, with their bull riding, the Brazilians, and, and they take the same approach of martial arts. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can honestly say I learned from some of the best. Yeah, and in, in how long are you in Brazil again? Uh, for a little bit over a year. Now, does, do, you, do you, speak, you speak Spanish? Do you? Or? I speak Spanish. Yeah, I speak Spanish. I speak Spanish, and at the time, uh, you know, I, I minored in Portuguese okay. at the University of Arizona. So um, I had always been into 
watching old um, YouTube videos when I was in high school and college on on fighters like uh, Vandalay Silva, Anderson yeah. Silva, and those guys. And all those tapes were were in Portuguese, so I kind of had to had to teach myself, right, right, <laughs> little by little. And then as when I got to Brazil, I, I obviously adapted to the language a little bit quicker. Yeah, so you, your communication was not really hindered that much. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. How was the food over there? Just asking because I love Brazilian food. Oh man, food. <laughs> uh, uh, man, it's it's some of the best. You know the the woman that took me in. You know I call her now my, my godmother, and she's uh, actually comes from a, a ranch town in Brazil. So uh, you know your basic rice beans. You know you got you know your steaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I really love about Brazil is that they uh, they put eggs on top of of steaks, and I think there's over medium eggs on top, <laughs> just to top it off. Man, I'm gonna get water in my mouth already. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So now, um, so you hadn't really ridden bulls or been involved in rodeo ever since you were what six years old, seven, something like that. Man, I'd say I'd say, uh, man, yeah, about about six years old. I have a cousin that he. Uh, we're now next door neighbors now. Um, we both have ranches now, but mm-hmm. he, he's a team roper in the, in the, um, world series of roping, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then I, you know, I get on, I get on some horses and, you know, when they'd be out there practicing team roping, but as far as competitive rodeo, nah, I, I, I'd stepped away from literally the time I was six years old up until I think I got on my first bull. I'm going to call it, I was either like 25 or 26. Yeah. So like a good 20 year hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> So now, so when when you went to you know ride bulls again, obviously athleticism translates into that too. Just kind of speak to that a little bit about how you incorporate your mixed martial arts, your combat sports, uh, with riding bulls. Well, the approach that I take it, it's it's pretty similar to to martial arts and bull riding. I know it sounds crazy, but you really got to just come into your own center mm-hmm. and and really stay you know, stay centered, not too high, not too low. And that's one thing I remember uh, watching other guys um, at these pro-am rodeos that they would get too amped up, man. They, you know, they start slapping themselves or, you know, they start pounding the energy drinks and, right. and things like that. And something I learned from a high school coach was uh, he'd always say a famous quote. He'd always tell us was don't get, don't get too high on the highs. Don't get too low on the lows. Yeah. So, that's the approach I took when, when I stepped into the shoots for the first time, I said, Hey man, I'm not going to psych myself out too much. Just like a fight. Right. Um, you, you know, before you get in the, in the competitive fight in martial arts, the guy that's usually jumping around and making all the noises is, is pretty, is usually the guy that gets butt kicked pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> gets over, overexcited and overconfident. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I, I've noticed that, you know, um, in competitive fighting because now as a, as I coach guys in, in mixed martial arts, I've gone as high as a Bellator MMA and mm-hmm. I've seen it myself where these guys get way too amped up in the locker room. And, you know, next thing you know, they, they fizzle out within the first round because they got too high. And even, even at some of the rodeos, you see a lot of guys, they get too fired up before, you know, even, you know, get in the back of the bull and they get that adrenaline dump and, yeah. you know, that's all she wrote. Yeah, absolutely. Today's episode is brought to you by Modern Cowboy Performance Nutrition. Their brand of clinically researched products help support overall health. Do you want to burn fat? 
build lean muscle, improve strength, increase energy and vitality, help with pain relief. Go to www.thecowboyway.com. Register to get your personal discount code. Take the bull by the horns and use the brand that cowboys love. So, so now moving forward, are you, what are you focusing more on? Are you, you focusing more on bull riding or, or the, you know, combat sports? Um, I mean, I know you have your training facility, but you personally, what, do you, are you going in a certain direction or? So um, as far as competitive, competing in, in martial arts and, and fighting and whatnot, I, I, that's kind of taking a backseat where, where my focus now is, is on my training facility. Mm-hmm. It's called Jet Sports Training out here in Tucson okay. and my bull riding. Now, uh, as far as bull riding, the 2019 season, it's got to get, you know, I'm putting that away because obviously I'm, I just got surgery and yeah. it's about, a, it's about a six month rehab. So I'll still, you know, check out the finals this year at T-Mobile and, you know, watch on the sidelines. But as far as uh, competing, I don't see it happening until, you know, we're looking at February next year in bull riding. Yeah. And, um, but at the gym, I get to still work hands-on with a lot of wrestlers that I have mm-hmm. and some of the, the mixed martial artists guys that are up and coming. So that's where, that's where the focus is at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So now- I think uh, a lot of times, uh, I'm sorry, Dan. No, go a ahead. A lot of times, um, you know, people, people say like, man, just, you know, focus on, on, on the bull riding and all that. And my opinion on this is, you know, you talk to a lot of bull riders, they, a lot of them have a lot of other stuff going on because right. you can only practice bull riding so much right. uh, during the week and during the day. So you got to keep yourself busy doing something. So um, I love helping kids and, and um, I love rolling around on the mats. So it just makes sense for me to, you know, do what I do at the sports facility gym. Yeah. Very cool. Now, now are, are you planning on, you know, doing any fights later on? I mean, is that kind of even in your, in your sights or is it more just training and training other um, fighters? I, you know, sometimes I, sometimes I get the itch to get back out there again and mm-hmm. get a fight in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a type of person that I like to take on, you know, tasks, you know, one by one. Right. And I really feel like in my heart that I've haven't reached the, uh, uh, finals yet in the PBR. And I feel like I really need to get that, that task accomplished before I go back and, and fighting again. But for sure, man, I, I miss fighting. I miss the, uh, I miss the feeling of, 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 of the fight game. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. So that, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say that, Hey, that's, that's totally out the door, but, um, first things first. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can, I can tell you, you know, I, you know, raising my boys, we, you know, uh, raise them watching the PBR and then, uh, the UFC once it got going back in the day and we've just, we've been huge fans of both of them. They're, they're my two favorite sports to watch. You know I mean? I like yeah. other sports too, but I, those are my two favorite. Uh, uh, definitely. So, so no, so now in, in terms of like being in the PBR and stuff, did you, did you ever like cowboy movies and, and Westerns growing up or. Oh man. So the, the cowboy spirit never left, never left inside of me. I, I always enjoyed country music. Um, I, you know, I love wearing cowboy boots and, <laughs> and, and my jeans and, and, and the culture behind, you know, the cowboy, I always, always uh, been attracted to it. 
I've right. always loved it. Though I lived in the inner city and um, those are no Tucson. Um, it could be kind of grimy out here. And, and I grew up in the era where, you know, it was, it was a hip hop era, but yet I'm still, I'm still listening to country music. So people <laughs> kind of just scratch their head like now, well, what are you, man? Are you a cowboy or urban cowboy? What are you? <laughs> You're so, a modern cowboy. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, perfect for the podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I always I always liked the, the, the cowboy culture and, and lifestyle. And in college and high school I still followed the PBR and in the back of my head I'd always say, Hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that one day. Right. 'Cause I, I you know, I, I I consider myself a Renaissance man and I always I always told myself, Hey, um I know what it I know what, what those guys are going through and I know what it takes to to uh to get to that level. Yeah. It's just um it's just a matter of, you know, putting in, in the time and, and just like anything, believing in yourself and putting in the work. Yep. Absolutely. Well, do you, do you have a favorite, uh, cowboy movie? Oh man. So you're going to laugh at this one, but <laughs> my favorite cowboy movie growing up as a kid was city slickers <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Billy Crystal and them guys. Yep. That was a great movie and great movie. Um, and I'm sure your your favorite cowboy boots are probably Ariats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The area, the those are my boots, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I seen that one a picture on I think was on your social media on Instagram. You had your uh, Ariat uh, boots on in your shorts, which was which was great. <laughs> yeah, I also have a uh, I also have a great great hauling company, and uh, I was at the gym, uh, you know, training the kids and my uncle that you know he runs. He runs a, a lot of the equipment. He says, "Hey, I need help over here at the dump. Right. I'm gonna come pick you up real quick." So I said, "Oh well, hey, uh, I got my boots in the truck. That's about it." So everybody was laughing at me at the dump in basketball shorts and boots, but it got the job done. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, there's actually a song called "Cowboy Boots and Shorts," which is really pretty, uh, kind of a cool song. So you have to, you have to check that out on Spotify or iTunes or something. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to check that one out. So you say okay. you also you also have a uh, what a hauling company? Did you say? Yeah, I have a grading and hauling business that uh, basically, uh, you know, when right now, especially right now in Tucson, there's the monsoon rains that are going mm -hmm. on, trees fall over and whatnot, yep. debris is all over the place. So people call us, hey, I got this tree that fell over. Can you guys chop it up, take it away from me? So uh, we do that. Um, like I said, my they usually call me and I send my uncle out there and or sometimes we tag team and, and do it together. Mm -hmm. but uh last august i i uh bought a ranch and now i have the real estate to you know to store equipment so right i just say hey man why don't, why don't we start another business so that's where i'm at right now so you got you got all kinds of irons in the fire <laughs> yeah like i said i i like to stay busy yeah that's why I, i'm driving myself crazy in bed right now just in this brace well just it's a great time to write down goals and plan for all the things you have to do in the future when you get healed up. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So how about, how about cowboy hats? You got a favorite, favorite cowboy hat or cowboy hat brand? Uh, man, I, I really liked the fit of, uh, American hat company. I really liked their hats. Uh, they fit good. But as far as like, um, that's about the only hat I've ever had. So I can't, I can't, I can't speak for any other, other hats. I know, uh, Resisto, they, they make a nice hat. Yeah. Um, man, like I said, I, I, 
the American uh, hat company is the only, only thing I've, I've worn so far in, the, in my rodeo career. Yeah. But, uh, I see a lot of good ones out there, man. They're, uh, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, Hey, that brand's no good. That brand's right. good type right. of guy. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, um, so in how many days a week are you, are you, uh, training at the gym training guys? So I, I train, I train Monday through Saturday. I train people Monday through Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, the gym is closed. Um, you know, it's usually, it's usually my day off. Right. Um, you know, as far as uh, practicals and barrels, I try to get on twice during the week, mm-hmm. and um, usually, sometimes we we ride on Sundays. Sundays in the afternoon, it's just been so hot lately out here in Tucson. It's kind of been tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what my uh, my weekly calendar pretty much looks like. I get to the gym about 4:45 a.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, come back home about nine o'clock eight o'clock and then uh we have kids classes running from five five p.m and then a high school class at 7 30 p.m to about 8 30 p.m so i stay busy man yeah so are, are your classes all uh just instructed classes or do you have gym facility where people can come and train independently on their own or how, how's your so we have a, we have certain slots for instance um midday to about to about five o'clock a lot of individual training goes on one-on-one right um you know i have a partner that, that i work with he trains a lot of people one-on-one as well mm-hmm. and then in the morning time we have one a.m class at six and the rest of the time for instance i train a, a young girl she's actually uh she actually won the freestyle folk style and Greco 14 U national championship in Dallas this summer. Man. And she's now going to the Pan American games, um, for representing team USA. We train at 5.00 AM in the morning before she goes to school. She's in the eighth grade. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's pretty That's... committed, man. She, um, I just put a, I just put a video up on my, um, Instagram and YouTube account. So okay. you guys can check that out. Um, it's pretty intense. She's, uh, she's probably one of the most dedicated athletes in the gym. And we have some, we have some dedicated athletes. For instance, I have a, uh, I have a, a guy that I train that he wrestles at Penn state. They just won the national championship in NCAA this year. And he was an all American. He says, man, she works super hard. He's like, <laughs> she exhausts me. She works so hard. So those are division one guys saying that stuff, man. So that's crazy. It's fun. Man. Yeah, that is so cool. So cool. Well, hey, uh, we're getting close to the end of our time here, Bobby. And I just, I really appreciate you taking the time and, and, uh, you know, sharing with us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back out there on the Velocity Tour. And then uh, when you, when you make it to the finals of PBR, we'll, we'll have you come back on the podcast. Yeah, no doubt. No, we could, we could uh, remember this day and I'll remember this day. And it just tastes so much sweeter. Um, but I just know every athlete goes through this, especially, especially rodeo athletes. Yep. Um, unfortunately it's just part of the road sometimes. Yep. It sure is. Well, Hey Bobby, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. And then, like I said, we'll be, uh, we'll be watching you and, um, seeing what else you have coming up now. Where where can people follow you at? What's the best place to, to follow you at? So the hotbed right now on social media is at Instagram. And if you just type in Bobby, the jet, 
all one word, Bobby the Jet. Okay. Um, I'll come up, and you know my name is Bobby the Jet Rodriguez. Same thing on uh, Facebook. You can find me at Bobby the Jet Rodriguez, and also uh, Bobby the Jet on YouTube. And I just started that channel, so hopefully I can I can grow it a little bit. I just put some wrestling videos up of of uh, some athletes at the gym doing some drills, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna also. I've been getting asked by a lot of rough, rough stock and bull riders, uh, what workouts to do for you know riding bulls and Bronx and whatnot. So right. I'm gonna put some information up for for those guys out there. Very cool. Now, do do you team rope at all, or you just? Uh, uh I, I'm. I don't team rope. My, like I said, my cousin, his name is Renee Rodriguez. He's in uh-huh. the World Series roping. He he's the team roper. Uh, I leave that to him, right. <laughs> but gotcha. one day I, I, I honestly, you know, want to, want to get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, very cool. Well, Hey, well, we're in the same state. I'm up here in Wickenburg, Arizona. So, uh, we're, we're not, we're not, awesome. we're not too far away. So if, if make it down your way. I'd love to come check out your gym. And if you make it up this way, just, uh, give me a holler and stop in and say hi. Awesome. My good buddy, uh, Mark just opened a new, uh, NRS out there not too long ago. I actually manage that NRS. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Mark for, for quite a long time. Um, yeah. I have a lot of friends in Decatur. Uh, a lot of my Brazilian friends out in Decatur. And yeah. Whatever uh, stuff I need, Mark, you know, I order it through Mark. So Yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the, Small world. Yeah, he's the liaison for all the Brazilian guys and stuff, and that's very cool. I, I was just down there in, in, uh, oh, in May and actually met – oh, I'm going to forget his name right now. He's a PBR bull rider. Gosh. Okay, I'm drawing a blank. I hate that. But anyway, I was over. I I can't remember the name of the gym I was in, but I was working out in the gym. I have to go to my Instagram and look at the picture. But I met oh, him, yeah, and, yeah. and then I met uh, Paula Crimber down there as well. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, man. And Mark is a good friend of mine. Yeah, he he's a good guy. He's been with NRS for I think he's been with NRS longer than than anybody, like 25 years. So, uh, wow, super, crazy, super cool guy though. Hey, no well, Bobby, yeah. Hey, Bobby. Well, thanks again, man. And, uh, we'll be in touch. Yes, sir. Dan, thanks for having me on. I appreciate the time. You bet. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show. Without you, the show would not be possible. We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy rodeo and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple Podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Every Friday afternoon I hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock And ice down a cooler I drive that old back road Till it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. 
$20,000 horses Then there's my own stick Although we're all the same The minute we ride in To the roping pen can tell someday I just might be we'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems yeah we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who wins, down at the rope and pin. Well, I ain't no play your speed. But I give her hell, hey, you never can tell. Someday I just might be. We'll turn another pin of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down at the roping pen.